welcome to this very special edition of The Devil's Advocate, where it was recorded live at the Mercury Theatre during Thunderprov, an improvised comedy show put on by the Sorry Not Sorry Improv Theatre Company. Now, normally on The Devil's Advocate, I plan out with the guests what we're going to talk about, but during this recording, we added the twist of getting input from the audience, and we made up the debate on the spot. And there are two debates on this episode, one with Matt Ness and one with Lindsay Bexty. So don't just flippantly turn it off when I handily defeat Matt and make him feel terrible. But before we dive in, a reminder that although this is called the devil's advocate, I am not associated with the devil. In fact, I'm so opposed to the devil that I hope his debit card stripe doesn't work and he's always finding himself at places that don't have the tap function. So they have to swipe his card multiple times with the with a plastic bag and and doesn't work still and people get upset at him and kind of blame him personally somehow and he's apologizing to the people around him and people just give him these annoyed looks but the but at the same time avoid eye contact at him just to make him feel like he's a true monster that's how much i'm opposed to the devil and with that let's jump into the first debate with Matt Ness. A uh, little plug-in. Uh, I got this at Simon's, everyone. I just got it at Simon's. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you just want to go buy a shirt, then you just go, go to Simon's. Just go to Simon's and buy a shirt. Just go to Simon's just buy a shirt. I don't think... I just wanted to start the podcast with like the weirdest voice. Just... <laughs> <laughs> That way nobody has any and idea then, what's going you on. you translate what I say? <laughs> no, we can't promote another podcast on this podcast. Yeah, wait, wait, what you no, that's illegal. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. We're going to get into this. Uh, first of all, uh, for this first debate, I need somebody uh, call out a profession, any kind of profession that you might think of. Uh, Dave, um, uh, this uh, lovely man over here is a garbage man. Garbage man. Yeah. Okay, so what kind Wait, of... Wait, what did you say? Did I get that? Garbage picker. Garbage picker. Oh, garbage, garbage picker. picker. Well, really, the, it doesn't have to be about that. The partner of the garbage man. The sidekick, if you will, <laughs> to the garbage man. Yeah, that's right. All right. So uh, what kind of topic... You can go any way with that. So, what, Dave, what I already of... have something, like... Thank goodness he said that because I already had something. That's why you came into the, you had all your oh, notes. Oh, I was out. like, I was like, I hope someone picks garbage picker. <laughs> Perfect. Well, this. I really hope. Uh, well, then you, know, you better do good in this debate then. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something. Okay. You know, uh, love doing theater. Yeah. Love doing theater with you, man. Uh, Thank you. Uh, it's been great to meet you. Um, but I just think maybe I should just expand my horizons. I, I, I you know, it's actor, whatever, you know. Those are a dime a dozen. Uh, yeah. yeah. Why don't I just become the garbage man? I'm not talking about like a guy who comes up and takes your garbage. I'm going to collect your garbage. Like, so you're not going to take it to the dump. You're going to take it to your house? To a warehouse. To, well, you're going to collect a lot. Why would I put it in my house, Dave? Well, I don't know. Maybe... Like, I have, like... I've, I, I thought you were going to take just precious trinkets. I have a fish that I take care of and you with don't... fish food. Why would I put garbage next to my fish bowl? Fair enough. Are yeah. you not thinking logically about that? Like, if I put it in a warehouse, there's no animals in there unless the animals that choose to eat my garbage, then shame on them for right. being animals. So what are you arguing? Are you arguing that you should have... 
everybody's garbage in your warehouse? For a second there, Dave, I didn't think I had an argument, but I do. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to tell you something. I think that both of us should be garbage men. We should just forsake... You be the garbage man, and I'm going to be the garbage picker. picker. You're driving, because I can't drive. Right. And so I'm going to... You are just an actor. I'm going to be on the side and have my hand and be like, uh, yeah, go to that one. And then you're going to go to that one. Right. I'm going to jump off, take all the garbage, and let's have headphones on and go, uh, pew, 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 and then just take all the garbage and throw it in the thing. How, how viable do you think this idea would be? Like, it, I, look, I'm not going to disagree with you outright. I'm going to see if we can get, see if this is a good idea. We're going to, f- you know, figure this out. Hey, Dave, can I? Because uh, I don't know if this is a hey spoiled Dave, out idea. Hey, Dave, can I ask you a question? Sure. Do you know the salary on a garbage man? Uh, I do it's not. a lot. <laughs> wait, hi, wait what I don't do even know. I don't even know what the salary is. I'm just, it is a lot. I don't know. So what do you qualify as a lot? Like, more than 50000 a year? <laughs> well, that is quite a bit. That's quite a bit, man. And how much are you currently earning? Oh, you can just, you can put a zero on that probably, and that would probably be correct. <laughs> just kidding. You have a one-digit uh, yeah. salary. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like five figures, but like, it's, it's not fifth thou. <laughs> sure. So you think that yeah, you're going to become a garbage man, this is going to be your life, and yeah. you're going to collect all this garbage. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So uh, how how? Are well, the thing is that I'll be I'll be part of a garbage company. Right. You know the good old WM. WM. Right. Sure. Um, well, why don't we? Why don't you start your own? Like, why do you have to go through the? Well, city? you know, because benefits. Because if you're just taking all the garbage know. for yourself, you want to be paid by the government the to is, take is that, garbage to your warehouse. Yeah, and then what we'll do That's is a that conflict of interest we'll, right there. We'll take. Uh, we'll just take like things that we don't need in our garbage piles and put them in garbage bags and give them to the company so they don't know that we're stealing garbage garbage for our own collection. So we're going to replace their garbage with a different kind of garbage? We're going to be garbage con men, both of us. Long con. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You want to think that all the way out. Dave and yeah. Matt, the Matt Hatters. <laughs> I... The, I don't think we should go that way. I think rather, look, a garbage con, that's stupid. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. I, like, I would love to hear what you know, you're thinking. Look, I'm, uh, I'm against, I'm, a, I'm all about reclaiming the world. Okay, and yeah. I figure, let's put garbage back into its natural habitat. So I figure, when you know people go to the store and they buy stuff from yeah, there, yeah. Uh, it, and then, then the garbage leaves its home, right? It leaves the, the, the home that is the store. Yeah. Garbage say, has souls. Yeah. Go yeah. Ahead. Go on. That I say once the garbage has been used by the person, they take it back to the store and they just put it right back in there. So that way, it's, it puts it on the companies to make better packaging. Otherwise, they're just going to have a bunch of empty boxes. They, they forces them to be more responsible. Uh, yeah, I guess. So you just want to make like a recycling store, or no? I want to. What? I just, you just want, want to put garbage in a store, basically. I back into the store. Then that way it'll be wall, like if you go to Walmart, not only will be there just be garbage on the shelves, there will be just garbage yeah. in the aisles, and people will not be able to tell the difference. Yeah, they're like, I think I want to buy these Oreos, but you know what I really want? Half-eaten Oreos. <laughs> That's right. And they're like, oh, it's on the floor. 
Precisely. Right next to the Oreos, conveniently. That way you don't have any more landfills. Mm. Yeah, you eliminate all of that. Yeah. <laughs> and when a Walmart finally gets full, you just move over a block and you build a new Walmart. Yeah. Are, are you worried about, like, I don't know, diseases you can catch just by walking in a Walmart? That's what I worry about now, so there's no difference. Yeah, like, you, you, like you're going to give people another reason to hate going into Walmart. Well, maybe. But, well, now, what about... Uh, think about all your uh, places that are all natural, all organic and everything like that, right? So you have... Like stores that I go to that are like that? Frequently, obviously. Yeah, well, I never go there, so... <laughs> so I'll yeah. tell you, if you buy Not a healthy this... person, Dave. <laughs> it, I mean, it, look at us. We look like... We look like skeletons we, with skin uh, stuff. We, we look like um, uh, creamsicles, and they're both melted. That's right. We just, That's we right. just look like popsicle sticks. That's yeah, what I'm saying. And then we could just go around uh, somehow that we survive. Now, because yeah. uh, here's the thing. If, if you have more of a naturalistic approach, mm -hmm. and you have all this, uh, you know, the garbage that you have from that, you take it back into the organic place, that means they'll, you're giving them fertilizer, so it rewards them, right? They'll mm -hmm. give them more fertilizer that they can then grow more organic stuff, and it works out well, whereas, so it, it's a great plan. Uh, some people might be opposed to it, uh, maybe major corporations. Uh, so we would effectively become eco-terrorists. Uh, See, that was kind of my idea, but in a way that, like, we were just vigilantes against you take the, the system, like that kind of thing. But you just want to put garbage in a warehouse. Yeah, because look at all the cool stuff I'll have, and you, sorry, 50%. So what kind of, like, what are you going to do with an empty box that you get? Because like, that's like half of garbage is just empty boxes uh, and melt curtains. Uh, hey, Dave? Yeah. I just want you to close your eyes for a second. Okay. People so, in the, listening to this podcast can't tell that, but I yeah. am. I want everyone at home to close their eyes. Right. And everyone in this live audience to close their eyes. Go back when you were seven years old. You were a tyke. You were a, a little lamb sandwich. That's what you were. A lamb sandwich? Can you close your eyes? Okay, Jeez. <laughs> You're just a little sandwich. <laughs> like a human And sandwich. what I want you to do is I want you to think when you're seven and you find a box. Now, what do you want to do with that box? You want to climb into it and you want to go to the moon. <laughs> when you have grandchildren, David Ray, okay, they're going to want those boxes. And also, what else is in the trash? Bubble wrap. Tell me that doesn't tickle your fancy as soon as I say that. Well, I don't know if you've heard this, but this is true. There's an article now that's saying that there is uh, that they're not going to make bubble wrap popping anymore. They're not going to pop anymore. So that you didn't think about that at all going into this. Well, there will be no bubble wrap to pop. So that why you keep that garbage? Put it back in Walmart. Let them have it. Are you are you being serious right now? Yeah. You're gonna stop making bubble wrap. That's right. So what's the whole point? Thus, it's stupid that we are con men trying to take garbage. I say throw it back in Walmart. Thank you very much, Matt. Dave, Nancy, Dave, you've Dave, been Dave, defeated. Dave, Dave, you're Dave. right here. You're done. No, you're done. Sit down. Guys, I hope you're enjoying the Devil's Advocate live at Thunderprov. 
I'm joined by Richie and Liam from Sorry Not Sorry, and they're here to talk about their shows happening at the Edmonton International Fringe Festival. Thanks, Dave. Uh, Thunderprov is a hilarious showcase of long-form improv created by the very talented Sorry Not Sorry cast. Outrageous characters, experimental theater, and gripping narratives are woven together every single night between August 14th to the 23rd at 5 p.m. No two nights are ever the same at any good improv show, but it's never been more true than at Thunderprov. Sorry Not Sorry is also thrilled to present Yeg D&D. Based on the classic game Dungeons & Dragons, Yeg D&D is a mix of fantasy storytelling, hilarious improv, giant D20s, and Edmonton's only improvised stage combat spectacle. Follow our party of six adventurers on an epic campaign of might, monsters, and magic, guided by our dungeon master and his team of NPCs. Join our heroes as they take on a new challenge each show, or come to multiple performances and witness the grand overarching campaign unfold over the course of the Fringe. This all-ages show has delighted Edmonton audiences of all types for over four years. D&D fans love seeing the minutiae of the game brought to life on stage, and improv fans enjoy our high-energy antics and thrilling stage combat. It takes place every night at the First Presbyterian Church in downtown Edmonton, August 13th to the 23rd at 8 p.m. So you can see Thunderprov at the Mercury Room, which is located at 11315 106th Avenue. And you can find Yeg D&D at the First Presbyterian Church at 10025 105th Street. And guys, I'm in both productions, including playing a seven-year-old frost giant in YG D&D. It is adorable. My wife loves it. Uh, she rather me be that frost giant all the time, frankly. It's pretty great. Uh, it's super great. <laughs> You can check us out on Twitter at SNSYEG and at YEGDND uh, in case you missed some of the information. Now, let's get back into the live episode of The Devil's Advocate. Uh, here's Lindsay, everybody. Hello, everyone. All right. Hello, hello. Let's okay. see here. Uh, Somebody name something that you would find in a backpack. There's a lot there. There's a lot to choose from. Okay, I'm going to go with a map. A map, okay. A map. And, and so what kind of argument would you like to pull out of that? Then? Well, I would like to say that all instructions are pointless. That includes maps. That includes those instructions you get with Legos. That includes uh, anything you get Ikea, Ikea. Anything you get in Ikea. Right. You don't need them. You, you don't, don't need, need them because instructions make you a slave to the man. So it's the man's plan to uh, enforce his, the patriarchy, I'm assuming, on all the people by having instructions that you have to follow. Not just the patriarchy, Dave. Oh, no, it's, it's beyond that. Okay. Instructions make you a square. A square? They make you only think about the menu. They make you only think about Lego as being a tiny little submarine instead of 
whatever you want. And they make you think that a bank is a place where you deposit your money. <laughs> that is technically where you deposit your money. But I, you do, I, is I, I will give you this. someone instructed you to do it, Dave? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I guess. Well, it's okay taking instructions because I need to know how to live my life. I don't know if there's a whole lot of stuff going on. You know, it's so hot all the time. I'm, I, I can barely move. I need somebody to tell me, you go over there, you go over here, you give me money. Okay, here's the money, and please don't stab me. That's good instructions that I want to have. I don't want to be stabbed. It, it starts there with yeah. really basic life-fulfilling instructions like breathe in and out mm -hmm. and make sure you blink and, you know, eat your five to ten servings of vegetables a day. It starts there. And then, and then, it's be quiet. Don't talk. Don't think. Just do what I tell you. Yeah, that's an easy way to live. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Yeah. Someone coming along and like, here's a big book of rules. Good. I don't have to think about that anymore. Let's get back to watching Netflix. It's so wonderful. And then someone tells you, oh, Dave, don't make any more podcasts. Don't talk anymore, Dave. No one likes to listen to you, Dave. Those are not instructions anymore. Those are demands. Oh. That's different. Well, that's when instructions level up. They level up in malice. They level up in horrible intent. Instructions are evil. So are you saying instructions are the gateway drug to oppression? They are. Think about some instructions that, we've, that we all deal with every day. Law. Who makes the laws? Important people in power. Right. And then what do they get to do? They get to make themselves more powerful. They get to tell you what you can and cannot do. You cannot drive your car as fast as you want because rules, instructions tell you not to. Uh, I don't think that that's why that instruction's there. <laughs> like, that's a pretty good, look, if I'm coming up to uh, a sign that says, don't walk, uh, that's an instruction. Now, if I break that, I'm going to probably break my face on a car. So I think that's a probably good instruction to have, right? Safety instructions are there to protect us. Yeah, they're to protect you from having fun, like in the swimming pool. Don't run. Go slow. Because going slow is not as fun. And if you don't have fun, then you'll have to follow more instructions to continue not having fun. They just it's pile a cycle. On they just keep piling on more and more things until slowly your brain starts to decay and spill out of your ears onto the floor and, and your ideas. Oh my gosh, they're trickling out the door and they're gone now. See, I think you're being a little silly with that. Your brain's not going to decay out of your ear. That's impossible. You know what told me that? The instructions of science. So... <laughs> See, as you can hear, many people agree with that. Mm. Instructions are good because they just simplify. They keep us protected. Because if we didn't have instructions, we wouldn't be wearing helmets. And think of all the things that we do with helmets. 
you can have more fun with helmets, right? If we wanted to have like a good old like uh, charge at each other, kind of a, like a chicken fight where we like run at each other head first, before yeah. that would kill us when we had no instructions. Yeah, before. And now when, the instructions when are. When nobody wore helmets, Dave, before when some rule breaker out there was like, oh, oh guys, you know what? <laughs> I know, we're not supposed to wear things in our head when we do fun things, like tobogganing and skating, but you know what? I'm gonna break the rules, and I, I'm gonna put this plastic and foam contraption on my head because I don't like to follow your rules, hockey. And do you know what happens next? Everyone gets a better idea. It gets better and better because someone breaks the rules. Someone didn't follow the instructions. Someone assembled it differently. And improvement, innovation, excitement, expansion. The world needs people who don't follow instructions. Well, you know what happens when somebody breaks those rules? <laughs> those become the rules of the future. You do know that, right? Because if one day it's these are the rules here, the rules tell you what's good and bad. And then when somebody has a great idea, you go, ah! We have a better rule. No more racism. That's a good instruction to have, right? That one point, we didn't have that instruction. People were just racist all over the place. Sure, there are still people who are racist today, but we know that they are shitty. So, you know, in the end, because we have different instructions that always change, are always improving, we know how to better live. What, so what, what say you? What's better? Breaking the rules and having racism? <laughs> or following the rules and a better tomorrow? Right? <laughs> Thank you very much, Lindsay. Yeah. You're defeated, I think. <laughs> you did win. You're I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Yeah, I can't win. That's yeah. a hard argument to beat. That's a good one. <laughs> Uh, I have to say this for myself. I'm pretty proud with how I ended that one. That might be my strongest finish I've ever had in, in a debate. Because, uh, what, are you going to agree with me or are you a racist? That's That, that makes it really hard to argue against, you know? Uh, but I had to use it against Lindsay. Lindsay was doing very well, so I had to pull out the big guns. And uh, I, I'm glad with that win. I'm very happy with that. That said... Guys, I hope you come check out um, Sorry Not Sorry at the Edmonton Fringe Festival. Those shows are a pile of fun, uh, and uh, there's something different every time. Uh, if you want more information about those shows, you can go to at uh, on Twitter, S-N-S-Y-E-G, or Y-E-G D&D. That's specifically the Dungeons & Dragons show. Uh, I'm also going to throw this in here. We also have a very special fundraiser for us to go to the Fringe Festival. It's going to be August 8th, and it's called Thunder Prom. Uh, it's, it's going to be uh, an improvised show, and then it's going to lead into an actual prom. So it, it combines everything you love. You, you love the, the teen comedies. You love proms. You love awkwardly dancing with people. Yeah, mwah, it's going to be great. Uh, so come and check that out and you can get all that information. Once again, if you come and, uh, uh, follow us on Twitter, if you find our Facebook page, it's, it's a great time. Uh, anyways, that's all I have time for today. Next episode is going to be the second half of that show. 
which is also uh, super weird and super fun, too. Uh, and with that, I'm going to remind you that I'm not the devil. It's just that I am currently going through a, a goat's blood cleanse, and I'm just drinking a lot of it. That's that's why I have all that goat's blood. It's not because of weird sacrifices. Okay, guys? All right. With that cleared up, we'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.